Hyvin kyllä HPK toimittaa heti kiekkoa myöskin maalille. Sitten toiseen päätyy Otto Karvinen kupariin ja nyt veivaa komeat. Komeat veivit, Rasmus Kupari. Ja siinä on kyllä klassinen esimerkki, kuinka nopeasti You're listening to All the Kings Men, the official podcast of the Los Angeles Kings. Making the selection for the Los Angeles Kings will be longtime scout Denny Fouget. From Karpat, Rasmus Kupari. Now, here's your host, Jesse Cohen. Welcome back, Kings fans. My name is Jesse Cohen. This is All the Kings Men. Today we're talking to Krista Kasurinen about Rasmus Kupari and Finnish hockey. The rest of the week is devoted to development camp. Never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast. Subscription links on recent episodes can be found at lakings.com slash podcast. Joining me now, friend of the podcast, Krista Kasurinen. It's been a while, Krista. How have you been? Really long time, actually. I think one yeah. and a half years. But... <laughs> Sorry yeah, about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. I'm, I'm very fine then, actually. Just having my morning coffee here and... Talking about hockey, what could be better? Yeah, for those who uh, who can't tell, uh, Christer is not from Southern California. Uh, he lives all the way in, in Finland, and so once the Kings drafted Rasmus Kupari, uh, I figured he's the guy to talk to about a Finnish prospect. So, Christer, you've actually seen him play live with your own two eyes. What can you tell us about Kupari? Uh, really intelligent player, I'd say. Uh, everybody has talked about already about his uh, skating speed and such, but all in all, a really, really ready package. Only thing what I actually what I saw now this year as he was playing in the men's men's league is that his size is still a bit of an issue. But mm. I think that everyone with that age is still a bit issued on his size. But otherwise, a really, really ready package. All in all. It's funny you mentioned the size. The, I was at the Kings offices. Uh, they had assembled the media so that we could all be there for a you know a conference call with the scouting staff once the draft pick was made. And people were noticing that his weight and height were were different on every website. And so there was this you know grand debate: Is he five foot ten? Is he six foot one? Is he one hundred and sixty three pounds? Is he one hundred and eighty eight pounds? And everybody wanted to get it right. And finally, somebody. Uh, went to the to the combine numbers you know the, the most recent measurements done at the at the NHL combine which we all assumed must be accurate and it listed him at six foot one 188 pounds um, uh-huh. is that <laughs> does that's, they... actually that's a bit of a surprising thing is that I, I'm like wondering where did the kilos come from well anyway, I... the thing is, we <laughs> yeah. were talking still and we were look, looking at these Aston Liga matches this year is that we were still talking that yeah he's he's a bit small still that he gets like pushed around as such but all in all if you give him space to move then is when the big defensemen start getting in a bit of a jam mm-hmm. I mean you're looking at his face and obviously this isn't his body or his <laughs> or his height but he looks like he's 12 um, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah, and, and I was wondering about the whole thing is that like he's basically like 10 centimeters shorter than every other Kings player right and this <laughs> is like 20 30 kilos like thinner than the rest of the guys so I was wondering like interesting choice of course I'm like over the roof the thing that it, he's a Finnish player coming into the Los Angeles Kings organization but still I was wondering like not a really like this old like Sutter style profile player this one I'd say. No, they're definitely moving in a different direction. Now, the the thing that, that I was most curious about, and I had a bunch of questions, and I got a bunch of blank stares um, from everybody else in the Southern California media. None of us live in Finland, and I suppose we should know this, but can you walk me through the structure of Finnish hockey? Because looking at Kupari's resume, 
He played 39 games in the Liga, like you said, for, for Karpat, um, which is a, a men's professional. It's the highest league in Finland, correct? Yep. So, oh, yeah. so playing against men, uh, this 12-year-old boy uh, scored 14 points in 39 games, six goals, eight assists. I think that's pretty uh, pretty remarkable. But but he also spent time playing for uh, the Karpat under-20 team and a team called uh, Hermes in the in the Mestis League. So walk us through the structure of, of professional hockey in Finland, if you could, to give us an idea of what he's what kind of competition he's played against. So basically, the, the of course, as we went through, the Karpat is the men's highest league. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, the of course, it's the junior SM Liga, so it's called ASM, that you have players like below 20 years of age that are playing, because it's most most of the teams are structured so that they you start from like D, D juniors, C juniors, B juniors, A juniors. Okay. So these are the sort of tiers you rank up in, and then you get a chance to go up to the men's league. So it's really rare from even from the B juniors to go straight to men's play. So this is kind of a structure thing is that every team has their like own like junior kind of funnel up. So it's, it's basically that he's been playing last year still in the like the the highest junior stage you can play as a hockey player in Finland. Okay, and looking, uh, looking back at his yep. career, uh, in 2014-15, it looks like he started on the C league team, right? Yeah. Okay, and then so he's just worked his way up. Uh, how how common is it for an eighteen year old to be playing in the Liga, not in the, one of the junior leagues? Not very very like normal. I'd say that basically players who have been doing it so the last few years. I think you also recognize the name. It's been like Kotkaniemi, Aho, Puljujärvi, Laine, and all of these guys. So. All in all, you know that if he gets uh, minutes on the men's roster at around 18, or even before that, you know that it's an exceptional talent who's playing. So we've covered the the Liga and the Junior Liga, but but what is that Mestis League? Okay, then we have this like semi-professional league under Liga. So basically how the thing was structured earlier, nowadays it's been uh, in this sort of a league lock for a while is that you had uh, Liga, Mestis, then you had Suomisaria, which is like Finnish series, and then you had like these divisions up to, was, I, was it Division 9 or Division 10? So basically there was movement between those. As like uh, the Swedish, the Swedes still have, so that two of their highest like uh, leagues can still go so that you can like relegate to the other and people can rise to the other. So basically Mestis is this league that earlier in Finland it was it was something you could relegate into if you did not like accomplish yourself in Liga. So there was like switching of teams sort of. Okay. That one might go down and the other one might go up and such. So Mestis is the second highest semi semi professional league in Finland and uh it's usually uh pretty common here after like for example after injuries to send your players to play with the men but yet with a bit lower pace so gotcha. they get custom back to the game that yeah. makes sense um so he's got one more year left on his contract it sounds like he's going to honor it and play in finland um when a player is drafted into the nhl but but returns for another year to play in liga does he get more attention Do the fans pay more attention will he get targeted by other teams um, you know, defensemen will they give him a harder time, or is it just you know he's another good player and that's that? No, it's actually it's uh, pretty huge here in Finland. We saw this, for example, last year with HIFK with Miro Heiskanen, is that he actually got drafted also as the third player mm-hmm. overall. 
And they, these kind of players is that they attract lots of audience from all around. So basically, wherever he will, he'll be playing now in the next season is that there are like loads of people coming just to see how he plays. Same bit like Kotkaniemi, if he doesn't still leave Finland and such, is that these players are sort of a... The, oh, sorry, he done. By the way, he didn't get drafted third. Yeah, sorry. No, I was. <laughs> That's yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, I got him mixed in with Kotkaniemi. But anyways, yeah, the high drafted players, anyways, they they draw a lot lots of attention and people start like really really like. Basically, the idea idea is to. Like go watch them now, otherwise they'll be in the NHL for the next twenty years and such. So he could. It's entirely possible that we'll be seeing an influx of uh, of Finnish Kings fans in the next year. Mm, basically, yeah. <laughs> All right, least, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least I, I got really excited. As you know, as you know, I've been really disappointed with the Kings organization not having any Finnish players that much during the last ten years or so. So, well, I mean, we took a swing on Tukinen, and uh, what can yeah. you do? You know. Um, but Lin Tuniemi is still down there. Now that brings me to sort of a goofy subtopic, which is uh, I noticed two or three guys getting drafted whose last names contain uh, the the word Niemi within it. And I thought, yeah. I thought, okay, this is there's obviously Auntie Niemi, and then there's these other two guys that you just referenced, one of them. Um, and so I looked up the the meaning Niemi, and it, it means peninsula, right? Yeah. So the one guy's name means bird peninsula, so I'm assuming he comes from an area in Finland where there's a lot of birds. Yeah. Uh, what is, but what is anti-Niemi? Like, what is that? <laughs> just uh, uh, un- peninsula? As I t- no, no. Yeah, it's just peninsula, peninsula because anti, that's a Finnish, like, first name. And anti is basically, and it's not anti, so it's anti with two t- t's. Oh, okay. So it's just anti-Niemi. <laughs> so right. anti, anti is this most basic Finnish kind of a, like, man's name you can. And actually now, as you were talking about these Niemi guys, the guys who now got drafted at third place, he's actually the he Kotka means eagle. So it's not bird, but it's eagle. So it's pretty many names have somehow have like some sort of bird connected to them. Uh, what is so lintu? it's like eagle. What? What does lintu mean? Lintu is bird. Oh, that's oh, like okay. generally a bird. And gotcha. Kotka means Kotka Niemi, that's so that's like Eagle Peninsula. Alright. <laughs> but but on this topic now, also want to hear uh, on your words, like with Alex Linton, how has he been doing the uh, past he's year? Been, well, you know, he's been in Ontario and, you know, I think he's just sort of suffering from what a lot of guys suffer from in the Kings organization, a lot of NHL organizations, which is it's just very hard to break the lineup if there aren't any major trades or catastrophic injuries to one of the guys already up there. And so the Kings have Dowdy, Muzzin, Martinez, um, Fanuf, and Forbert. Uh, none of those guys are going anywhere. And then there's just other players ahead of him, you know, in experience. So they went out and signed Christian Foline and Oscar Fontenberg. And moving forward, um, you know, I saw somebody say on, on Twitter today, or, or was it Facebook, one of those two, telling you that they thought they would expect him to get a shot this year. I don't expect him to, honestly, just because, like I said, they have those five guys with contracts that are that are sort of guaranteed just by virtue of how much they make to get playing time. And then they need a right-handed shot to round out the the, the blue line core. And mm-hmm. Dowdy's the only one. And so Ledoux shoots right. So my guess is, and Foline shoots right. So they haven't re-signed Foline yet, but I'm guessing... Uh, or Ledoux, for that matter. But I'm guessing they'll bring one, if not both of them, back just to sort of bring a little balance to the blue line. And unfortunately, like I said, 
that puts Linton Yemi another year or two away um, yeah. from cracking it. But I mean, look, the rain had a good season. Uh, I've heard, you know, fine things about him, but I, but I don't think he's, um, you know, uh, separating himself in any sort of especially noticeable way. Yeah, I because we, we were we were to- talking with a couple of the Kings fans here in Finland is that actually if, if Rasmus Kupari goes the same route as Alex Linton, yeah, he'll, be, he'll be eligible to play in the Los Angeles Kings around 2025 ish or so. <laughs> I think they're gonna uh, I think they're gonna fast track him a little bit more than uh, <laughs> now. Now I'm seeing he plays in uh, how do you, uh, Oulu? Oulu, yeah. Uh, it's not. Exactly next door to Helsinki. Are you going to get a chance to watch him live again this year? Yeah, they they play they playing HFK here in Helsinki at least two times on the next season, and I think that like with uh, HFK and Karpat, they have always been this kind of a rivaling rivaling team. So it's basically the capital area guys versus the guys from the north. They have like like kind of like marketed it so so it's this North Finland versus South Finland kind of a thing that they're always having when they come together and play when you get a chance to see him will you come on the podcast and tell us how he looks yeah definitely i can, I can yeah i can get the, the things because it's it's funny thing that when you get drafted at the first round we've noticed it actually with the other players as well is that you get drafted and all of a sudden the whole player he like grows i don't know if it's mentally or what but he like grows into this like over like six five <laughs> guy all of a sudden during the summer and he's, he's scoring goals and he's like the head of his team and such although he would have been like a bit like less noticeable guy still last season well he still looks like he's 12 to me now uh (laughs) (laughs) the nhl is not the only uh thing you've got going to talk about you uh you're i mean using uh, degrees of separation now what two degrees away from gary bettman why don't you tell us about the esports initiative you started and uh the success you've had yeah, the Helsinki Reds actually started. That's why I've been actually away for a while, even from like podcasting and such. Is that at late 2016, we, me and one of the workers at the HFK organization, started thinking that there could be a possibility of us like presenting an an idea for an esports organization to HFK. And it started away started from that a couple of weeks of hard work with the presentation and we presented it and all of a sudden I noticed that I got greenlit on it and doing the thing ever since. Actually mostly doing that only and been still working at IT, so I'm twenty four twenty four seven kind of a guy at the moment, working on every every everything at once and also trying to be a father to, to a soon four year old kid so it, it, yeah, it's, it's been a bit hectic but yeah uh, we've had success actually we've already like expanded to numerous games and as uh, also other people who watch the NHL noticed that there was a Finnish winner now in the uh, the NHL gaming uh, world championships is that there was this guy called Erik Tammenpa Eki who won the whole thing without actually dropping a game, and he's also playing for the organization. So, if you watch and watch the stream, the thing is that he had this like Team Finland hoodie on, but underneath that there is a red red jersey which re- states Reds, and that's what I've been putting my life into now for the last one and a half years. And you told me before we started recording that Gary Bettman handed him the trophy, right? 
yeah, yeah, he was there actually with his uh, grandson. You can you can still see it in the, in in the NHL Twitch channel. So he all all of a sudden he had this sort of a uh, the, we had this sh- sort of a clip of him in the stands looking at the whole game with his grandson, and all of a sudden like Eki is standing there, and he he came to the came to the podium and started talking actually the funny thing is that people cheered at the beginning and then they remembered oh sorry we have to boo and yeah. <laughs> back, back, back into booing also there <laughs> that's great oh yeah, man it, yeah it's a big thing and also if people watch the stream the production value of it it was played in las vegas in in luxor mm-hmm. and such so they, they're really high like production value things to, going into it already like like really real professional like commentators and all this, the whole crew. So it was really nice. Well, I saw a few clips as it was happening, but I, I, I fear I may be just a little bit too old to sit and watch an entire video game, hockey game be played, although I, I, although I myself I, play all the time. Yeah, I was just saying that you play video games yourself. <laughs> yeah, I do. At least watch the finals. <laughs> But it's really good. It's like it's like banter, like people people going like Ekis. They they made a sort of a uh, video of him where he's saying stuff, and it's really really kind of like nice to even to like watch the half an hour, one hour like clip of it from the the final stage. Well, it's really well. Done. We've got the LA Valiant out here, so maybe we'll have to coordinate some sort of uh, international friendly. <laughs> the LA Valiant. That's that's an Overwatch league team that oh do you guys not play over i mean i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah we don't play overwatch and the fact is that we're still a bit like uh let's say small compared to a 20 million dollar franchise so is that what the valiant is worth yes oh they, my God. They, there's a there is 20 million buy-in to oh get my to lord the all right <laughs> well in that case you can <laughs> we'll have an international friendly between uh your guys and and team the royal half me me and my dumb <laughs> friends will <laughs> will lose to your uh professional team of, uh, of nice. video game stars. Christopher, I want to thank you very much for joining me. Thank you once again, and I'll be back now. Then yeah, I, when absolutely. I get, uh, testimonials. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Bye.